Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Yak. Sports Yak. It's Sports Yak. Welcome, everybody, to episode 43 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Sousa, and I'm here with my good friend, Grant. I'll make a man out of you, Youngsma. How's it going, Grant? When will my reflection show who I am? But that song wasn't even in this movie. No. Until the credits. Yes. And it's sung by uh, the wonderful Christina Aguilera. Making her comeback uh, yeah from a long time I, this is honestly that hearing her sing that song at the end i was like wow i haven't heard christina Aguilera in like a decade maybe yeah maybe a little shorter than that but um we are talking about the 2020 remake of mulan it's been 22 years that's crazy yeah uh we finally have the remake um long time coming this movie it, it was supposed to come out earlier this year back mm-hmm. in april i want to say and march i think march okay yeah earlier in 2020 and um i think disney just kind of waited and waited and waited really wanted to release this in theater they spent 200 million dollars on it yeah so they wanted to recoup that cost eventually they're just like you know what the world's not getting any better anytime soon let's just go ahead and finally push it out to disney plus we've talked on several episodes about just kind of the the you know the 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 way that they were pushing out money wise like how they were mm-hmm. going to collect people's money um let me get into the intro here and then i, I want to go to that first i want to okay. i want to talk about like and by the way we we mentioned this last week on our our last episode but we are going to do a spoiler free discussion for at least five minutes or so four or five minutes we will make it very clear when we're switching into spoiler mode so if you haven't had a chance to watch the movie um we're probably going to post this um, like maybe Saturday tomorrow, uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's probably Saturday. And, uh, I know not everyone will have had a chance to watch it by then. And maybe aren't even choosing to pay the 30 bucks. They're just going to yeah. wait a few months. So I want to make sure that if people want to listen to a spoiler free discussion, we give them that and then we'll transition. It'll all be uh, part of the same episode, but we'll, we'll make it pretty clear. So, if you're just joining us for this podcast, maybe this is your first episode. This is an unofficial Disney Plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus. We've done Mandalorian. We've done um, just lots of movies that are on the service. Mm-hmm. Um, Emperor's New Groove, animated, non-animated, all kinds of stuff. and um, So and, many different genres. Yeah, Artemis Fowl. Uh, the, the new stuff that's coming to Disney Plus, like Mulan um, 2020, but also um, stuff that 
has been around for a long time that we think are, are gems that you need to check out if you haven't checked out in the past. So, um, so welcome to the podcast if you're just finding us and, uh, we would love for you to check out some of our other episodes. We will be reviewing Mandalorian season two when it releases here in a couple of months. We need to talk about that cause they released the release yep. date for that. Um, that'll be, that's uh, some cool news from this week, but, um, but we're going to get into Milan discussion before we get into a non spoiler discussion on Mulan first. Um, so you, you, you take the helm here, but like describe like the process of for people who are still, still, still confused is like, wait, I'm a Disney plus subscriber already. Why do I need to buy Mulan? And is it difficult to do so? Like what is the process that you had to go through to, to make this happen? Well, basically I wasn't really sure. Cause I, I knew I was going to have to pay the 30 bucks to watch it. And, um, but I didn't really know how it would work. Um, we've had conversations like, will it, if we have multiple, uh, accounts inside of our one main account, will it be on every single one of them? And the answer to that is yes. Okay. You heard, Uh, you heard it here, folks. Yep. I've gone, we have, I think six on our account Uh and it's available on every single one of them. Okay. So I actually purchased it through my phone. I have the Disney plus app went on this morning and I hit um, the play button and it said, this is only offered for premier access at twenty nine ninety nine. Do you want to proceed? I said, yes. And then uh, Apple pay paid for it, got a receipt and got a notification that I will have this movie until as long as I'm a Disney Plus subscriber. So Apple gave you that message, or was it from Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But I also got a receipt from Apple. Okay. But okay, yeah, interesting. For those of you that are like, well, is it, like if I accidentally click on it, will I automatically be charged for it? There's two or three uh, times where you're given a notification. Mm. At least I was on my phone if you want to proceed with this. And, and like, like I have a four year old at home that loves to use our devices. Like she, and she'll, she'll, she, she's four, but she knows how to use Disney plus. Yeah. And so like, we will give her the phone. She's, she's allowed an hour or so of screen time a day. And sometimes we'll just give her the phone and just walk away while mm-hmm. she watches her, you know, doc McStuffins or something like that. If she accidentally found Mulan and clicked on it, she would still need to give some kind of, like thumbprint or face ID. Yeah. Like it's, she's not gonna be able to purchase this movie. Yeah. Like for mine, I have the iPhone 10 and I had to give my facial recognition yeah. for it all to go through. Um, I'm not sure how it is on the TV, but I'm sure you have to some sort of thing where they're not going to get a bunch of complaints. What about, Whoa! I accidentally purchased this, and I didn't want it at all. Boy, that's that's the last thing Disney wants is a whole bunch of tech support calls for yeah. asking for refunds. That's not that's not a good scenario. So yeah, they I'm sure they've got bent over backwards to make this not a difficult process. It's you made it sound very simple, yeah. and, it, and it really is, but but also not so simple that a child could do it. You don't want children to be making their purchases. I'm guessing like TV mode, you probably have to like enter like maybe the last four of whatever credit card you have on file, something like that. Yeah. It's interesting that you did it through Apple, an Apple device because, 
Um, and I, I just watched it. I, I've not bought it. I've not gotten yeah. through this. That's why I'm asking you. I, I uh, came over to Grant's house and we watched it together. But um, yeah, if you um, if you weren't doing it through an Apple device, you know, would it use the credit card that Disney Plus already has on file for you? And then what's really interesting about that is like if you like had canceled that card, you know, obviously it wouldn't go through, but then yeah. how do they prompt you for a card and, and doing that on a remote control on a television could be kind of awkward. So, uh, if you have like a story, if you're listening to this podcast and you have a story about like how you purchased the movie, I'd be very interested to, to read, read your comments. Send us an email at Disney plus reviews at hotmail.com. Uh, that's P L U S all spelled out, uh, Disney plus reviews at hotmail. We'd love to, if you send us an audio clip, I'd love to play it or, or read your, your experience as far as yeah. this is very unique. Like it's mm-hmm. not like no one has ever fired up the Netflix app and yeah. bought a movie on Netflix. It's just, everything on there is part of your subscription. But this is a very, very unique times that we find ourselves in. So yeah, I would say the closest thing to this would be like a rental on like voodoo or Amazon prime, something like this. Yeah. But this one's unique. Um, cause the only one to date, uh, besides this is Scoob, which came out where you actually get to keep the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's such a weird hybrid. Like it it actually when you go to watch when we I came over to your house and we were going to hit play to start the movie and there's some fine print and it says something like you must be a Disney Plus subscriber. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for people who are maybe listening to this podcast and say I'm not a Disney Plus subscriber, I'm I'm wanting to watch this movie and I don't really care about Disney Plus, like I'll probably just cancel. Yeah. So like you and feasibly you could do, I, I'm not tested this, but my guess is you could do a seven day free oh, yeah. trial of Disney plus rent, you know, rent the movie, basically pay your 30 bucks. You're on your free trial, cancel Disney plus by the end of that seven day period. And you didn't actually have to pay for Disney plus because you just had a free trial period. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you better get all your viewing in that seven days because oh, yeah. you're not going to be able to watch it on the eighth day. But um, I can see some people doing that. They're just like, I'm literally only interested in watching the movie. I don't care about Disney+. Plus. Um, I mean, I would say there's so much content on there. Oh, you, might yeah. as, you might as well keep your $7 a month um, rolling on it. But um, I yeah. mean, surely, you, if you're watching just for the sole purpose of Mulan, surely you can find something else yeah. that piques your interest. Especially for cheaper than what you're paying with other oh, services. Yeah. So, I mean, it literally has every single Marvel movie on there. Yeah. So if you like Mulan, chances are you probably like that. Yeah, and, and four months of the service is going to run you at $28, which yeah. is even cheaper than the movie itself. So it's really not very much money to keep it going. And there's a bunch of uh, cool stuff that are that are coming. Um, uh, I want to talk about Mandalorian news at the end. Well, okay. we'll talk about that when we're talking about like what's coming up with our show. Um, Mandalorian coming sooner than you think. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about that um, here at the end. Um, let's, uh, let's go into, so we're in spoiler free territory. Let's okay. not, let's not, you know, we're not going to give you the ending of the movie. We're not going to talk about any major plot points or anything like that. We want you to get guys to experience the movie the same way that we did, which was fresh and new and not knowing what was going to happen. So, um, so let, we'll talk in generalities here. We will make it very clear when we're transitioning. So, um, right now, spoiler free, um, it was we- it was weird watching this on a on a small screen television. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, yeah. um, 
if if there is a way, I, I've heard tell of like there. I guess there are some theaters. It might not be in the United States. I don't know, but some theaters that actually are showing this movie, which is an interesting thing in and of itself. I, I wonder how they're ticketing that. But at any rate, if you can see this in a theater, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, as we were watching it, I was like, man, I I would have loved to have seen this on a on a big screen. And can you imagine? Like, I know you're not a big 3D fan, and. But can yeah. you imagine this in 3D? It'd be pretty good. I, I again, I like you said, I, I don't like 3D movies for the most part. But if I was going to go see this a second time, I think I probably it, if it was available in 3D, I probably yeah. probably would go for that. I I don't like watching movies for the first time in 3D. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing because I I, I want to like. You've never been to a big 3D movie before, have you? Well. Let's tell that story really quick. So we we went to go see if was it Infinity or was the first end game. Oh, it was Endgame, uh, Endgame in theaters. And Grant, in his w- pure wisdom, thought oh. he th- thought he was getting us two D tickets to the show. Accident after he had already ran his credit card, discovered. Am I telling this right so far? Yeah. That he had gotten us seats for a 3D Well, it was a little bit more expensive. Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't think anything of it. You're like, well, it's Endgame. Of course, they're charging a little bit more for it. So um, we we did find that. We did discover this before going to the movie. So, I mean, you you pre-ordered like the the first day that they were Mm -hmm. open pre-orders. I mean, this was like a month or two. Maybe more. Yeah. In advance. Yeah. So, but we found out pretty quickly. Okay. Hey, we... But at, I mean, if 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 everyone remembers Endgame times, once you have your ticket, you hold you you pry that ticket out of my yeah. dead lifeless fingers. Like it, you we did not want to switch our showing because we, we would have had to have watched it way. I mean, yeah. days. This later. was one of the biggest. We were seeing it on not. opening day. Yeah, or the Saturday. Yeah, it was like the opening weekend. So um, so we were like, well, we don't want to wait to see it like a week later or whatever because I, I was so afraid of spoilers. So um, we're like, well shoot let's just go see it in 3d but then i was just the more i thought about it i was just like i don't i don't want to watch this in 3d oh holy crap and so i went online and i think maybe someone tipped me off to it but i went online and found 2d glasses those are a real thing look it up i'm not lying to you amazon search 2d glasses here's what it is here's the science of it I don't remember which is left and which is right, but yeah. you have like a red and a uh, blue. Blue, okay. So you have one eye is red and one eye is blue. Everyone knows that. Two D glasses sw- swap them. Mm-hmm. So let's. I don't know if this is right, but let's let's say red is left and blue is mm-hmm. right. Red, uh, blue is left and red is right in two D glasses. It yep. switches them, and it basically converts that what is actually on the screen is just gobbledygook, like mm-hmm. when, what it looks like when you take your glasses off and smushes them together into a 2D image. Yep. And it's really, there. you can make these yourself. Like you can take, you can buy 3D glasses and provided that you have the ability to pop out the lenses, mm-hmm. you you can actually do this on your own. But they, of course, you know, people are going to make money. So people sell them yeah. already made that way with it reversed. So that's how we saw Endgame. And it was a good experience. It, it looked normal to me. I mean, three out of the five people <laughs> watched a 3D movie in 2D. Yeah, we walked in there with our glasses in our pockets. And when it came time to watch the movie, instead of taking the glasses they gave us, we put on our own glasses yeah. that we brought, brought, snuck into the theater. Not that they would have cared. But anyway, 
Um, so yeah, I definitely, I would have enjoyed watching this on the big screen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was like one of my only few downers. I would, let's just go ahead and say just our general thoughts on, did we enjoy the movie? Uh, you, you go first. I would say, um, yeah, I, I mean, for what I, I mean, I enjoyed the cartoon going back to whenever that came out, 98, right? 98. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the cartoon, but um, this was an action-packed movie, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. Um, so if you're on the fence about, do I really want to spend the $30? I would say, because, I mean, if you're going to go to the movie theater, you're almost paying that price anyways. If you're doing ticket and concessions, you're almost at that price anyways. Yeah. So, Especially if you're going to go see it in, in the evening and mm-hmm. you, and it's more than just you, yeah, by yourself. Um, so I would I would say definitely go for it. And if you can get three people in the room and everyone's willing to to pitch in, it's it's ten bucks, yeah, a, a person to watch it. So thirty. I mean, I agree. I, I the to the person that says, "Man, thirty bucks for a rental, like for a at home rental, is a lot of money." Yeah, I agree with that statement. Um, that said, it's it's not a rental. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a rental gives a perception of I already saw this in theaters. I saw Endgame in theaters. It's it's been four months. I want to watch it again. So yeah. you pay a lower price to watch it a second time. This is a brand new movie that just came out, and they did spend two hundred million dollars on it to mm-hmm. bring it to your to your home. And so, yeah, I, I do. Th- I still. I said this weeks ago. I still believe thirty is a little high. Like, I, yeah. I, I think twenty five might be reasonable. Twenty, I think, would be a like a you know easy sell. Um, that said, if my wife and I went to go see this in the like the prime time, you know, mm-hmm. evening time, we would have spent just about thirty bucks yeah. here. And some people are spending more than thirty. Like, if you live in New York, not that there are theaters open in New York or California, but like if you're on the coastlines, you're probably spending maybe fifteen, sixteen, seventeen dollars a ticket. So even two people, it's this is cheaper. So now you're you're not getting the movie theater experience. Yeah. So that take that into account. But but I mean, I would say I was like we talked about before we went on the stuff that's gone straight to Disney plus. I mean, I don't think they ever had as high of hopes as this movie, but I mean, compared to Artemis Fowl, the one and only Ivan, this blows it out of the water. Oh, it's not even close. No, this movie is way, way better than those. Yeah. Those other movies. Now it, it also comes with cost. So Mm -hmm. there's give and take, but, um, yeah, I'll just kind of give my general thought. Um, I I came into this movie super hyped. Like, mm-hmm. I, my expectations were really really high, and I, I hate doing that. Like, I try I try to keep my expect- expectations pretty low unless I'm seeing a known quantity like a Marvel movie. But um, with this one, I, I definitely let my expectations go higher than what I normally would for this kind of movie. And I would say, I would say my my expectations were not exceeded, but they were met. Yeah. So like. Um, I, I feel like the movie could have. It's the movie is getting a lot of like sevens, eights, kind of around that that um, that line. For a while, there was in the high seventies on on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's as we record Low this. Low eighties, I think. As no. we record this, is an eighty or eighty one. So that seems about right to me. Like it's it's like an eight kind of movie, yeah. um, meaning it is way better than it should have been. Like mm-hmm. for any kind of remake, I mean, this is top tier. 
um, for any any of the remakes that they've done. I've seen most of them, not all of them. For me, this is a top three easily. I, yeah, maybe even definitely. Maybe even number one spot, number two spot. I would say top two, but I'm not going to spoil what my number one remake is. Okay. You'll have to wait a couple weeks That's for that one. A, a future episode. So um, I really liked Aladdin a lot. Um, I really like... Um, uh, some of the other ones that, that, that they've done. I did not care for Lion King very much. Mm. Um, but this one is, it honestly, for me, it is, it is the bar. Like it, it yeah. is, if you're going, if Disney is going to keep remaking animated fi- pictures and let's be honest, they're going to do that. I would say, look to Mulan for the templates. Yeah. Um, it, and, it is, it really is that good. And what was unique about this one, we've talked about this already too, is, all the other remakes have had music, singing music, yeah. songs yeah. in it, and this one did not. Yeah, that's not much of a spoiler. I, um, the, the, yeah, the, this is not a musical. Yeah, I, I, you could you could watch the the trailer for it and get that, but mm-hmm. um, it's uh, it is a serious drama. Um, there's a few chuckles here and there, but um, it's they're more like you know when you're watching a serious movie and someone says a, a funny line and it just alleviates like the stress of the moment yeah. it's more just played off for that it's not like they're not trying to elicit like the entire theater just bust out laughing it's it's more just kind of a nervous laughter moment and mm-hmm. then move on with more serious stuff so it is not a um it is not a, um uh, you know, lighthearted comedy musical like the original movie mm-hmm. is. Um, now, that's not to say that the original doesn't have its serious moments. It does, but this is all serious all the time. And it, if you know that's what you're going to get going into this movie, which I, I knew that watching the trailer, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a different movie. Um, then I think you'll really enjoy it. Like yeah. it's, it's not, it's uh if you're going into this thinking like, oh, it's going to be a silly comedy, you know, musical thing with Mushu yeah. and all these, it's like, okay, well that, I can see how you'd be disappointed watching this movie. But it, if you set your expectations properly, I think, I think this movie will really impress you. Yeah. And like, I was think I was talking to Caitlin and I was saying that I think her brother would really enjoy this. And he's more of like an action movie type guy. And so like we discussed, this morning about if he would like it and Caitlin's like, Oh, I don't think so. But I definitely think after watching it, somebody who really enjoys action movies or like ninja type movies yeah. would really enjoy this movie. Oh, I think it's a shoe in for, for anyone that grew up on like Kung Fu and mm-hmm. um, th- there's a little bit of like crouching tiger, hidden dragon a little bit yeah. to it. Like it's not as, it's not, not as supernatural as that movie, but it has some supernatural elements to it. Uh, the characters are doing acrobatic stuff that is not possible in the physical world that we all live in. Um, but again, that's par for the course with this kind of genre. So yeah. if, if you like, if you like that genre, I think there's a lot to love here too about that. Um, speaking of visuals, I this movie, I was gobsmacked by some of the 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 set pieces, the yeah. on, on location, the colors that, that exist in this movie, the, the varying kinds of scenes. You've got snow, you've got, there's a, a I don't want to say for spoilers, but like there's a, a place where it's the opposite of snow. There's, um, there's grand palaces. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, makeup and, and like the amount of money that they spent on the costumes alone. Yeah, I, you can definitely see what, how 
they spent so much money on this movie. Oh yeah, it it. I mean, it just the movie looks like money as you're yeah. watching it. So, um, I like the, just the makeup alone. Like, I I don't know that it would win a, an Academy Award because there's gonna be there's always that one movie that just goes crazy. But yeah, it'll be nominated. It it will. It, mm-hmm. It'll be nominated for like makeup or costuming or whatever. For, yeah, for next year, especially since there weren't that many movies released this year. <laughs> but um, it, it deserves to be like it deserves to be nominated for those categories. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be not. It's possible to be nominated in other categories too. But I think the the makeup and costuming is a shoe in. Yeah. Um, for this one, so, and pro- and like you said, cinematography, just the 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 way that they shot it. Um, oh yeah. The angles. The Again, the colors, the the action scenes, the wire work, the it is some of the stunts that they pull. Oh my gosh, I I mean that we were watching it together. Obviously, like I said earlier, we were audibly like going whoa, like as we were watching, we're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I can't believe they just did that. Um, there's this is not much of a spoiler. There, there's a part where one of the characters flips backwards on a horse, but he does so by like. Ha- the ha- the horse is going full gallop, like it's yeah, going he, thirty miles an hour, and what like I don't know how pulls you pulls like a one eighty basically. Yeah, but as he's doing his one eighty, he goes all the way under, almost like swooping off the ground. Yeah. turns around and shoots his bow and arrow. Yeah, I, like stuff like that. I'm just like I, I'm always in awe by stuntmen that can do like crazy things with cars, like car things that don't seem physically possible with the cars. Like it's amazing. They can pull that off, but the stuff that they were doing with horses and just some of the martial arts stuff. And like, this is also in the trailer, but like wall running and stuff like that. It's just like, I I know they're doing that with, you know, harness support type type things, whatever, but I'm just, I'm amazed at the acrobatics in this movie. Um, It's very well choreographed. Everything feels so tight. Um, it's it's up there as far as combat with any. On, on, I think Marvel's a little flashier. Star Wars is a little flashier, but it's up there with some of the best stuff that Disney's yeah. put out as far as like combat scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I think it's worth noting for you know I I care about this. Some people care about this as well. Some people don't. But I, I really appreciated that it wasn't whitewashed. Like the the entire cast is Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a single white person in any of the shots yeah um and i'm talking extras mm-hmm. like there, there, there's a scene with a hundred people in it and yeah. all of them are asian people and, mm-hmm. and from what you can see on, on screen so i was really encouraged by that um and at disney unfortunately has been notorious for whitewashing uh and bringing in actors that can put on an accent or something like that in the, especially their voice acting roles. And this movie was just like, Hey, it's, there was no Donny Osmond. No, in this one. <laughs> not in this one. Um, there's, you know, there's authenticity to it. And I, I think that's why you do it. Right. But you also do it to be respectful. Like yeah. if you're going to make a Chinese, even if this is lore, Chinese lore, not like actual, you know, historical, I don't know how historically yeah. accurate it is, but then you say, okay, we're not casting anyone other than Ch- Chinese people. Yeah, because so. didn't they get, correct me if I'm wrong, but whenever they made Aladdin, didn't they get some slack because of who they casted for Jasmine because she wasn't the right ethnicity? Yeah, and that was a recent movie too. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I... And of course, the, the the further you go back, the more egregious it gets. Yeah. Where like the original Aladdin that came out, I, that came out in like ninety two or something mm. like that. But like 
you know, it's all like white dudes singing yeah. the roles and speaking the roles and stuff like that. Um, and it's supposed to take place in Agrabah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's gotten better over the, over the years, but man, in 2020, you watch this and you're like, holy crap, I feel like I'm in the middle of China right now. Yeah. It just, it looks so good. Um, and I, honestly, I didn't see a bad performance in this whole movie. Like every actor, even most of the actors being actors I've never seen before on screen were killing it. Like I, yeah. I was really impressed um, by everything I saw. So, um, yeah, let's see. I'm trying to think what else to talk about. That's not spoiler. <laughs> um, that's, that's about all I, I really had. I, I think, I think we'll get into some stuff, but I, I mean, we can say that, uh, there aren't some characters from the, Original. Yeah, some characters are missing. Uh, there are some new characters yep. as well. Um, one one character in particular that's v- that's very prominent, and then another character that's more kind of a background side character. But um, and then a lot of the characters that you love from the new movie are also here. Um, some of them just as prominent as the movie. Some of them downplayed. Yeah. Um, that could, I can see how that could be upsetting to some people. There's like. You know, one of my favorite characters from the original movie is some is this side character. He's so funny. It's like, okay, well that that character may not have a big role in this movie, so hopefully you don't hang your hat on that. Yeah. Um, so uh, maybe that's worth mentioning as well before we get into spoilers. But um, yeah, it's it, it is a great film. I yeah. I, I think if you're listening to this and you're saying, is it worth my thirty dollars? I feel like we're telling you, yeah, it's yeah. it's worth your thirty dollars. And I mean, movies that we've reviewed so far on this podcast, I would say it's on the upper tier. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely recommend from both of us. Um, have a few friends over, split the cost. It, yeah. it, it really won't be too bad, especially when you consider, hey, this is like going to the theater, mm-hmm. but we're just doing it in the comfort of our home. Uh, we don't have to wear masks. <laughs> it's really just, nice. Just get a nice projector. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Watch it in your backyard. Charge five <laughs> bucks a <Yeah>. head. <laughs> Make a little profit. No, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, okay. All right, so... You ready? Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. You've been warned. We are now entering spoiler territory. We're okay. going to spoil the crap out of this yes, movie. we're going to mention everything. So, the ending, all, all the things that happen, I mean, all the major things that happen in the plot, uh, this is your chance to turn back. Okay, so hit the pause button. Go watch, watch the movie. it. Yeah. Go, come back. You, you'll be glad you did. So, watch the movie. Come back. Uh, we are now entering spoiler territory. You have been warned. I'm not, I don't want to get any angry emails uh, about this. So if uh, we'll still be here three months from now if you choose to wait until December to watch this or whatever. So, um, okay. Now, I'm ready. Now, okay. Um, so let's talk just like favorite scenes or um, I don't know. Let, let's actually, let's start with differences. Like that, I I think it's interesting, especially that that was a fun conversation when we did Aladdin was like, Mm -hmm. okay, what's different from the original movie versus the new Aladdin? Um, There are more, way more differences in this movie than there there was in the Aladdin remake. What were some of the biggest ones that you caught? And and, and then, and then answer, did you like it or not? Um, I would say one of the biggest differences to begin with is instead of Sean Yu, you get Bori Khan, which they're kind of similar type roles, but the only key difference is Bori Khan gets help from an outside source, which yeah. we won't mention that yet. But 
Um, Sean Yu kind of does it on his own. I mean, as his helpers, but um, it's really his master plan where Bori Khan is getting a lot of outside help. Yeah. I'd say that's one of the biggest differences. Um, another, what do you, th- what'd you think about that? Like I, splitting the character basically into two characters. I mean, I from all the scenes that Bori Khan was in, I mean, he's a legitimate bad guy. Yeah. I mean, the first scene you see him, he's charging towards the city, and they shoot an arrow, and he just catches the arrow and just throws it out like it was nothing. Yeah. And uh, um, a foreshadowing, kind of, in that scene yeah. of a scene to come. But uh, I thought he that character was excellent. Yeah. No, I loved Bori Khan. Um, what did you think of the... I need to look up her name. I, I kept calling her the witch as we were watching the movie. Yeah. Um, oh, what was her name? Uh, the actress is Gong Lee, I think. And I don't know. We are going to, by, by the way, we apologize, especially Jian to... Jian Lang. <laughs> or, especially if you're of Chinese descent or... or we apologize. I, we are absolutely going to butcher these names and we're doing our best. So I apologize for that. But um, how'd you pronounce it? Zian Zion Lang. Zion Lang. Okay. We're just going to have to go with that. Um, but um, yeah, she's uh, like a shapeshifter. Yeah. Kind of Pretty witch. much. Um, yeah. And she's kind of Bori Khan's like, well, Bori Khan basically says that he owns her. Yeah. In several different parts in the movie. But she's kind of their muscle because like you see her right away in the first uh, territory that they attack and she goes in and she just dominates everybody. Yeah. And her abilities are above any regular soldier for sure. And until the, the last final fight scene, which is pretty similar, it's, it's almost identical really to the final fight scene in the original Mulan. Yeah. uh, Between, you know, then uh, Sean Yu and Sean Yu. Yeah, Sean Yu and Mulan is is basically replaced by Bori Khan and Mulan in this one. It's pretty similar, but until we got that final fight scene, I, I kind of I was wondering, are we ever going to get a fight between Bori Khan and Mulan? Like, yeah. it, it, the big bad for for Mulan as a character as a person really is this witch the entire movie. Yeah, because um, she doesn't even in because um, in the cartoon. She encounters Sean Yu right before the avalanche scene and everything. Yeah. But she literally does not come into contact with Bori Khan until the final fight scene. Yeah, this. she's not she's not within six feet of him ever. Um, yeah. And until the very end of the movie. Because so. her first quote unquote battle is with the witch. Yeah. In the middle of the movie. And there, there's some of my favorite scenes in the movie were the one on one scenes between the two the two women yeah. in the movie. Um the girl who plays Mulan and, um, and this, uh, this witch character, Zhang Ling. Um, I really enjoyed their interactions. They, they were more similar than I thought they were going to be. Obviously they have very different, um, approaches to, you know, worldviews and, and, yeah. and that kind of thing. But they sure. even talk about how they're like, you know, different sides of the same coin mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And they're both powerful females. Yeah. I mean, you can tell, I mean, from an early age, I mean, the first scene you see Mulan, she's up jumping around on the roof and then she stumbles and does this amazing like acrobatic tumble 
which, I mean, that was another major difference that we talked about um, right at the beginning. In the cartoon, Mulan's very clumsy. Yeah. And in this movie, that's not the case whatsoever. Yeah, even from a little girl. um, I I don't remember her being a little girl at all in in the original movie. But yeah, they actually have like a a different casted uh, actress, but uh, like a 10-year-old girl, basically. Mm A 10 or 11 year old girl playing Mulan at the at the beginning of this movie before we get to, to the actual actress Crystal Rau or okay Rau I don't know and I, I thought she did a great job I, yeah. I child actors are you know always kind of hit and miss for me but but I, I thought she did a great job but yeah we actually get to see her as a very powerful powerful and we'll talk about she like as we go through this but like she she has like Basically, the chi is chi is like the force. Yeah, <laughs> if you're a Star Wars fan, so like she is strong with the force. She's strong with the chi uh, when she's even a little girl. So yeah, that that is a big difference from the yeah. original movie. So she in the original movie she has to like be trained up to to learn how to fight and to learn how to be agile and stuff like that. In this one, she still has to learn how to fight. Like she can't she can't even shoot a bow and arrow like when yeah. they first start training. But she's not. Um, just completely incompetent either which she kind of was in the original movie yeah so like this one she's like a pro yeah and and it's really insinuated that her rise to one thing that i think what one thing that's really great about these remakes and i think aladdin did this in spades is it takes some of the problems that that you may have had with the original movie and and washes them away like it gives you reasons to go oh okay you know, like now this makes more sense or whatever and i think one of the, the things they did from for me I, I don't know that i would have identified this as a problem until i saw the solution but in the original movie it is a little weird that she goes from a girl a total klutz of a girl and becomes like the most powerful oh yeah like warrior in the army <laughs> Um, but in this one, it actually, it feels right. Like it feels, it makes sense because she actually is like a legit acrobatic person mm-hmm. before she even joins the army. And so when she gets a leg up on everybody, it actually kind of makes sense for yeah. her character. Cause I mean, like you, um, this is another difference, but like the challenges, like in the cartoon, they shoot the arrow up on top of the pole and you think there's no way that she's going to be able to do this. Yeah. No way at all with her skills currently. But then, like, the challenge in this one is climbing up to the top of this huge mountain. Yeah. And it's just like, well, of course she's going to be able to do it because she's so skilled already. Yeah. Whereas it's more far-fetched that she would be able to climb to the top of this pole. Yeah. Yeah, and and she's tapping into a, like this unseen force, this spiritual mm-hmm. force called the chi. Um, like her chi is so strong, and it's presumably not strong at all in these other dudes that she's yeah. around. That it that's basically what propels her forward, and it gives her like almost supernatural ability to do things that she shouldn't be able to do. Like mm-hmm. she's this tiny little girl, but she can out like force the guys. Yeah. The guys around her have bigger muscles, bigger bodied, but she can do things that they can't do. And it's, it's chalked up to, to chi basically. Her yeah. Chi is strong. So, and, and that's mentioned, the chi is, is mentioned mostly from her father who describes the chi to her and kind of talks her through some stuff. But honestly, like a lot of it comes from 
the witch character. Like she, mm-hmm. she's like, Hey, like I can sense she's very strong and it's very star Wars, but like, you know, you're very strong with, with Chi and like, you know, you can be very powerful if you would just be yourself. And like, that's, mm-hmm. she becomes the driving force for her to transition out of like, Hey, I'm not going to hide anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to be myself and be a girl. Yeah. Um, whereas in the original movie that came from other characters and other circumstances, um, so another, um, I want to talk about, uh, like the wounds from the original movie and how they did that here. But, um, uh, real quick, um, there's no Mushu in this movie. No. <laughs> and I, I think, I think I knew that going, going before I, we pressed play, I knew Mushu wasn't in the movie. Um, I had read, I, I think they even announced that back in like March, like yeah. that there's no Mushu. So I think a lot of people knew that. Um, I didn't want to spoil that for anybody when we were in non-spoiler territory, but there's no Mushu in the movie. Um, basically, I read before the movie, I, I read very little before watching it, but one thing I did see was that, it, quote, Mushu has been replaced by the Phoenix, mm-hmm. but that's not accurate at all. Like, no. Th- there is a Phoenix in this movie, but to say that that person is like the person that's like, or the character that's inspiring Mulan or, or, or dragging her along or showing her the way. Like it's, it's boy, the Phoenix is on like three scenes, right? Yeah. It's more like a kind of guide. Yeah. Like it guides her to the camp where she's supposed to sign up. Yeah. That's one, one of the scenes. And I mean, but she really never has like any quote unquote interactions with the There's Phoenix. There's zero. Like yeah. they, they don't, they never speak to each other. The Phoenix doesn't say anything. Yeah. So it's, it's just always there in the backgrounds. And like that, one of the most prominent ones is, is at the very end of the movie when she's fighting Bori Khan of like, like this Phoenix almost kind of like appears behind her and mm-hmm. kind of almost gives her like the power, the boost of power that she needs it's to do. It's kind of like her hit. guardian angel. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a good, there's no interaction with that at all. Yeah, the at the beginning of the movie before you even see the actual phoenix, there's a scene where the, the I think it's with the young uh Mulan actually because she breaks the the wing off of that yeah. like stone phoenix. Mm-hmm. She is talked talked about like almost like this is our our family to use the words of the original movie like our family guardian, like mm-hmm. like this is our guardian spirit um, type of thing. And whereas in the original movie there was like a cast of guardians like family guardians there's yeah. like ancestors that had gone before that, that none of that exists in this movie mm-hmm. but there is like this like the this the phoenix is our family like spirit animal basically fake, much, fake yeah. animal um and so but honestly it's really downplayed like there are not very many scenes with mm-hmm. the phoenix in it so but um talk a, a little bit about you're the one that that mentioned it while we were watching the movie but um how she in the compared like the original movie to how she gets found out and oh, yeah. how she goes from you know pretending to be a boy to being a girl and then how it's done in this movie it's pretty different um well in the cartoon for those of you who haven't seen the cartoon in a while um she gets wounded in the avalanche scene and she's basically like uh healing up her wounds and then they walk in and then they see her as a girl yeah, because they have to bandage bandage her up or something like yeah. that, which means they're taking off her clothes. Yeah, um, it's obviously it, it's 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 not it's not scandalous yeah. at all, but <laughs> but they definitely know that she's a girl from that. Yeah, and in this one, she after encounter with the witch, she completely because her hair's been like in a bun mm-hmm. this whole time, and then she just lets her long hair flow, and she comes back and 
you can tell, hey, wait, she, I mean, she's not a boy. She's a girl. Yeah. For sure. And I think even one of the characters is like, well, that's a girl. <laughs> and it's just like, thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah. He has a couple lines like that. Um, yeah, I, I kind of ch- chalked it up to uh, half like this um, fight that she has with, she actually, she does get wounded. Um, I think it wounds her. She, yeah. she gets like a, what would you call that? Like that, that it's like a throwing star. Yeah. She gets, yeah, that's a great term for it. Uh, she gets like a throwing star in the chest and then like basically passes out is kind of my, mm-hmm. my, was my interpretation. She wakes up and her hair is like already down or halfway down or something yeah. like that. But she's like pondering the words that the witch told her before she, she got attacked. And it, like, it's, it sounds weird to say, but it's like inspired by the villain yeah. of this movie to basically come out of her shell. Stop, stop the, stop pretending. Yeah. yeah. And, and just be herself. Yeah. So yeah, this is the, that's, it's strange to say, but that's the reflection Mm-hmm. scene from the original yeah. movie is, is basically what that and is they um, correct me if I'm wrong but they also like actually play the song reflection in like the background yeah yeah we should talk about, talk about that I mean that's we kind of mentioned it and well we did mention it in non-spoilers but um, there's there's no music in this not singing musical yeah no one sings in this in this movie um, in fact there are no I thought we might get a song in the background, like I didn't, I really was hoping it wasn't going to be Christina Aguilera during the movie, like during the runtime. <laughs> um, and we didn't get that, which I was very pleased to see that. But, uh, I thought maybe some like unknown singer would yeah. maybe sing a few, hum a few bars, uh, sing a, a few bars. There, there are no, no sung words ever Mm-mm. during the movie, even from an off screen person. Um, and, and that surprised me a little bit. Um, I knew that it wasn't going to be a f- straight up musical, but I thought we might get a little bit of music. Yeah. Um, if you're familiar with the tunes, like you just said, yeah. the melodies of the original songs, they're all in the background. Yeah. I, at the same moments. Yes. Of the, the original animated movie. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to think, are there any songs that are omitted? I, I certainly don't know, like have like a full, like, you I know, mean, discography list of the like, original, but when she goes to meet the matchmaker, that yeah. song's playing, yeah. um, the part where their training is I'll make a man. I, you, yeah, you can hear that playing. Um, in the background. reflection. Yep. I would say those are the three main songs that I always remember yeah, from yeah. the movie. Yeah, I feel like all all the the big hits in the original movie are here. Yeah. They're just like it's it's being played by a violin or something. Mm-hmm. It's like a string or reed instrument or something in the background as you're watching the yeah. scene play out. So, I thought that was a perfect treatment. Like for the movie that they were trying to make. Yes, obviously don't have people sing, but don't even have people sing in the background. Like I don't I didn't I didn't want to hear Christina Aguilera during that <laughs> during the training montage. Like just let it be a training montage if you want to make a reference to the original movie by playing some of the the tunes in the background with, you know, a reed instrument or a little soft little thing whatever, go for it. And that's exactly what they did. I th- I thought it was great. Um Let's see what other major changes. I'm sure we'll probably come across a couple of yeah. them as we kind of go through it. But um, um, one big thing is uh, in the cartoon, she has those like three sidekicks. 
that play a major role. They bring a lot of comedy. I wouldn't say they play a major role, but they really do help her in her quest to defeat Sean Yu. And they bring a lot of comedy. They're really, I mean, there's a couple characters that I can't even remember their name. That's how minuscule they are. But they don't really, Mulan's kind of a loner. And she's a loner throughout her whole time training. Like the one guy that you obviously, they have a connection. Mm -hmm. I mean, she totally blows him off. Yeah. And she really doesn't get that connection until the final battle. Yeah. In the original movie, wasn't Ling the commander or yeah. he was like the leader of the mm-hmm. troop, right? The guy she falls in love with. That's is. a, that's a major change in this one too. Cause he's, he, he's just a grunt. Like just, yeah. just like Mulan is in this one. And he literally makes fun of Mulan when they're all checking in. She call he calls her a little boy or something like that <laughs> or a yeah. little man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. The, uh, t- to your point, the, the side characters are, are severely downplayed in this yeah. one. Like the, like I, I, I'm with you. I don't remember any of their names um, from this movie. Um, that they, they're not—they're clearly not trying trying to go for laughs. Like mm-hmm. it's it, there is one character that is somewhat funny, and he's really the only person that ever gets a chuckle um, yeah. during the movie, uh, aside from maybe the matchmaker scene, which I got a couple <laughs> chuckles from me. But for the most part, the characters, even the side characters, who are super funny. Like you remember from the original movie, there's one guy that's like really short, but like super like burly yeah. and manly mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I missed him. I missed and then the skinny guy. Yeah, and, and then, then the, the super the, huge yeah. fat guy. Oh, yeah, that loves food these are like really iconic characters from the original movie um and i i'm sorry to say i've watched mulan 2 with with jordan over the last month or so and they're like main characters in that movie they're nowhere to be found in this one there's there's no like super fat character or like a you know a guy that loves to cook like there's no Mm -hmm. characters like that in this movie at all um and yet i though i miss them I see what they're trying to do with this movie and where they're trying to tell Mulan's story. And really this is a, this is a story about one person Mm -hmm. from beginning to end. And yes, there are, there's an army at play and there's a war going on and all these other things, but they are clearly trying to make this a Mulan movie, not a cast of characters where the original movie, I think it really was. Yes, it was, 70% 70% centered on Mulan, but this one's even higher than that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was okay with that. I, I, again, I, I went into this movie knowing it was going to be different from the original and already set, setting my mindset of like, Hey, like Disney do whatever you want with this and just make it your own thing. Like, yeah. um, I honestly w- was expecting them to, expecting setting myself up for the expectation of they might change even more than they actually Mm -hmm. did. So when they, when they actually made quite a few changes, but generally kept the main story the same, um, I actually thought that was maybe even safer than they could have gone. Yeah. But I think they struck a perfect balance between keeping stuff generally the same overall while changing some things that don't Mm -hmm. really matter that much. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I still think they went with the main plot line. Like, they didn't change it up too drastically. Yeah. Like, the flow of the movie is very similar to the animated movie. Yeah. Where, like, she meets the matchmaker. She goes, she uh, 
disobeys her father, goes off. Um, the Huns, I guess that's another difference. Is it's yeah, a like different the, the Rorans or yeah. something like that in this one? Um, they go and destroy a village. There's the avalanche scene, and so forth. Yeah, um, the, the emperor's um, in danger. We yeah. gotta save him. Like uh, all that stuff is exactly the same. Yeah. So I mean, but I think um, the changes were good. Yeah. And um, because from the start, you knew that they did not want to be exactly like the original. I, I feel like in that way, this was a direct response to the backlash on Lion King. Yeah. Um, Lion King came out. People were like, oh, this looks awesome. The anim- and they, it's true. The animation was stellar. Um, but like like people saw it and they're like, oh, man, I can't wait to see where they go with this. They're going to change this and that. They're going to fix this or whatever. It's like that movie was almost shot for shot exactly the same as yeah. the original movie. And I think really in the remakes, there really aren't that many that are like Mulan. I mean, Aladdin yeah. went off the beating path somewhat. So did Beauty and the Beast. But other than that, a lot of them are pretty much shot for shot yeah. the same movie. Yeah. And I think I think the message was loud and clear to Disney after The Lion King. Yeah. Where that you know disney obviously reads those reviews they know what people's the fan reaction mm-hmm. is it wasn't good to the lion king there were a lot of positive reviews on the movie i'm not saying it was a bad movie i'm just saying like when people went to go see it and were expecting something and then got the total opposite it was just like wow it's it really is just the same movie yeah. as what i watched when i was a kid it's now just animals that look real it's really all you did with this movie um that at that point disney's like okay let's let's not do that again <laughs> so i mean it's not like the people running Disney are idiots. Yeah. They, they know what we want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not seeing like the lady, lady in the tramp movie that yeah. they came, that came to Disney plus. I, there's other ones that, that they've released that I haven't watched, but um, boy, like I was just, I, I, th- I thought this one was nearly perfect in the way that it was structured. So um, there, there were some things I didn't like about it here and there, but man, for the most part, I was just, because here's my thought on, on the, the remake scene is if if you want that, if you want songs and silliness and Mushu and stuff like that, you ha- you can still watch the original movie. Exactly. Like, what, why, why do you want that again in this movie when you have the original? It's still there. You can watch it tonight on, yeah. on Disney+. Plus. So um, I, I don't know. I, I'm of the opinion that... No, like the remake should be something legit different, especially if you're going to charge me 30 bucks. I would have been really disappointed if it was just a rehash of the original movie. So, um, but I think that like we talked about how it's currently like at 80, 81% Rotten Tomatoes. And I think a lot of it is due to that. It is a different movie. I mean, you, you could rename it something else and you would be like, Oh, that was supposed to be a remake of Mulan, and you could be completely shocked by that. Yeah. Unless you're like an avid Mulan watcher where you know, oh, that's that movie for sure. Yeah. That, um, maybe we should have uh, said this in the spoiler free discussion, but um, I'll just go ahead and say now, but like the, watching the original movie is not a requirement to enjoy this movie. No. Like, I, if you don't remember anything, you, you've never seen it or you watched it once 22 years ago and you don't remember anything from it you'll love this movie. Like it's, it's a great movie. It stands on its own two feet. 
it it requires no previous conception of like what the story is. It mm-hmm. explains everything to into great detail. Like yeah. it's and it, and it really I think even in, makes the story even make more sense than the original movie. Um, things flow a little bit better. It's I think it's action packed. It's it is it is a movie that that totally stands on its own mm-hmm. where you don't need to have, have seen the original. Um, and, and to be fair that there are other remakes are probably the same way, but Lion King, Lion King definitely is that way. Cause it's exactly the same movie. But, um, yeah, I, I think, I think you could watch this movie, then go back to the original movie and there, there's totally different experiences. Yeah. So. You could definitely have, uh, compare and contrast. I mean, we've, yeah. we talked about that for about five minutes on the yeah. show already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I liked some of the little ads. Um, they 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 make and they make mention of it. I think one time in the original movie, but it becomes kind of a, a running joke in this one is about how bad she stinks. Yeah. Um, I heard just her physical body odor is really bad. Um, and and it, in the original movie, you have like the bath the uh, bathing in the water, the yeah. lake or whatever scene. And it's played off for laughs and she has to get out of there. Mushu distracts them or cricket does something mm-hmm. funny or whatever. Um, and, and then she runs out of there when they're not looking right. When, yeah. While they're distracted. Um, this movie is uh, like, she literally doesn't shower for like a week or two. And, and again, they're going for like gritty realism. So like mm-hmm. all the characters are like smelling her and be like, man, you smell terrible. Like you, you really should have showered. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, one of them is like, you should just skip your guard duty and go shower. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like she finally gets in the pool and it's not the whole group. Like in the original movie, it's literally just Ling comes and they have this sweet little scene between the two of them. And, um, you know, it ends up, you know, not being a thing where she, you know, she's not revealed or anything like all that's true from the original movie, but, um, it's not played for laughs. It's just like a, like the one funny thing that he says is like, Oh, I'm so glad you're finally bathing. Like you really needed that that bath or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a little thing that they, they added. Um, the matchmaker scene for the most part was the same. She doesn't like trash the place like she does in the original movie. Um, but she, um, that was when we first realized that she wasn't klutzy because she, she does the thing where she, like all the all the porcelain is gonna get yeah. shattered, and she actually initially catches it kind of kung fu style. Like, yeah, um, she takes the you would like in a kung fu movie they might use like their chopstick or something yeah. like that, but she pulls the pins out of her hair and catches the teapots and stuff like that. Um, so I thought that was a kind of a cool spin on the original movie. Um, Let's talk. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about the action in the in the film. Uh, we during non spoiler, we didn't get into specifics, but um, holy crap! Like, yeah, the, it there are there are parts of the movie that feel like Braveheart to me. Mm-hmm. Like when there's a you know an army cascading over a hill. Yeah. Then they're saying spears, arrows, and you know everyone's getting down on one knee and firing at the same time. Um, there's a part where there's a, uh, basically like a flaming cannonball that gets fired. Um, obviously the avalanche scene and then all the little sparring things were awesome. Yeah. And I mean, even like the scenes where like the early scenes where the witch takes on, like she kills like six guys Yeah, just with like one swoop of her hand and it's just crazy the stuff she was doing with like the fabric yeah um it it looked like an extension of her robe maybe or something or maybe she was just fabric she was carrying but then and and you think like oh she's has a superpower 
the emperor does it and gently gets in on the action and And he starts whipping around fabric there she's literally like wrapping people in using her magical power black magic whatever wrapping people in this fabric and then slamming them down to the grounds yeah Uh, i thought all that looked super legit um uh mulan i love mulan's propensity to like kick an object in the air into something or somebody um, she does that several times and it never got old for me. Like every time she kicks something, I was like, yes. And like the archery skills on the horses was Dude, phenomenal. The, the horse riding in general, I, I would blew me away. I mean, there was that one shot by the bad guy where he shot a double arrow yep. and killed two guys. Yep. And that was just crazy. The, the, we mentioned the cinematography earlier, but like how they follow the arrow and like, yeah. And how they get in close as the arrow like penetrates their armor and like it, it, everything felt so visceral. Like it was just, it was so poignant of like, Oh my gosh, I'm feeling the impact of that in the moment that the audio like sound sound effects work was amazing. Um, every time that guy flipped, they did at least twice where the guy flipped over on the horse. I was just like, that doesn't seem humanly possible. How did they do that? Like even like, (laughs) When Bori Khan catches the arrow, I mean, it like zooms in on the arrow and he just like catches it like nothing. Yeah. And it's just crazy. There's some wall running towards the end of the movie. Actually, even towards the beginning of the movie, um, the, the, I was calling the bad guys. I can't remember the, this, no, they're not Boron's. Uh, Rorons. Rorons. I kept. Th- I kept. Th- the first time they said, it, I thought. I thought they said they called them morons. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not that, what they said. That would be pretty funny. Uh, Rorons, um, like literally scale a wall by running, running up the wall horizontally. Like their back is basically perpendicular, uh, parallel to the ground. Yeah. Um, and just run like straight up the wall. Uh, towards the end of the movie, they run down a wall in the same way. Like they're just facing the ground and just running straight down. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just like wall running. Like there's that that super like um, thin corridor. Mm-hmm. It, you saw this in the trailer, I think, but um, where uh, it's not just Mulan, but like some of the bad guys like actually like wall run to get around other people. Like there's a whole bunch of people in the, in the corridor in their way. So she, she wall, wall runs around them. Yeah. Um, which kind of gave me like, if you're into video games, it kind of gave me like a Prince of Persia or, it's uh, kind of like a matrix yeah, type totally. of vibe. You're too. right. You're right. Like when you first meet Neo, it's yeah, kind of right. like a little matrix type of thing. And like Mulan does a full matrix on when she's pursuing the bad guys in the first one. Yeah. where arrows are coming at her and she does the whole yeah. matrix on her horse. <laughs> that's true. I didn't even think about the matrix. So that's totally accurate. Um, yeah. The, the use of like just slow-mo, everything just felt so right. Like yeah. exactly the way it should be shot. Um, so yeah, all, all the, the, God, they must've spent weeks on just choreographing these scenes oh, yeah. to make them look the way that they did. We talked about a few weeks ago, if, if, you, if you're new to the podcast, we covered the Princess Bride on, mm-hmm. on an episode. And we talked about how that epic sword fight scene, everyone knows the scene, right? Uh, you killed my father, prepared to die, that, that scene. Um, they shot that scene over a week. It, it was a seven-day shoot yeah. for what ended up being three minutes of actual movie footage. And I feel like they just did that all over again with this movie. Like, oh, the, yeah. the, some of these scenes must have taken days to record. And, like, you talk about how long this movie was in production. Yeah. I mean, 
It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was absolutely blown away by just the visuals and the the combat in the movie. Um the favorite lines that there were several that were that really were really good to me. Um uh I love I love when she does get exposed and she basically comes to them and says, you know, expel me. We're going to expel you and she says I would rather be executed. Yeah. Um I thought that was cool. Um I love it when she um the witch appears to her not you know not too long before the end of the movie and basically tries to turn her to the dark side so to speak yeah um and she says she's talking about uh bori Khani. he says you follow a coward um i thought that was like really like a strong statement from mm-hmm. her um at one point they were gathering around a fire like a fireplace right before they go into battle earlier in the movie and mulan says my father said there's no courage without fear um, and it, it kind of like calms their nerves a little bit going into the, these are, you know, green soldiers. Like yeah. they, they've never seen combat before. <laughs> and so, um, obviously they're very afraid and she's like, Hey, that's, that's natural. Um, uh, there's no such thing as courage without mm-hmm. fear. Um, so I thought that was really good. Um, there's one part where the witch is, it's, it's the volcano. I guess it's a volcano. It looked like yeah. a volcano to me. Um, there's snow all around it, but anyways, it was real hot. Or like, type of like geyser type thing. Yeah. Something was going on under, under that grounds, but, um, she says something like, um, I can't remember if I wrote it down, but like, uh, you know, oh, she's, oh, she said, uh, who, who are you? And she, she keeps saying her name over mm-hmm. and it's the wrong name. Like yeah. she's, her name is Wa. by the way, it's Wa, not Fa. Well, she says, I'm Wa Jun, and she's like, "That's not who you are." Yeah, who are you? And she's like, "I'm Wa Jun," and she's like, "No, you're not." And she's like, and uh, she says, "You know, um, that's who I am." Where and then she's like, "Then you will die pretending to be someone, something that you're not." Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I think that's kind of the key yeah. for me, at least, the key sentence where it's like, "Okay, like this is not." And then and, her true transformation really takes place after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love, I love how watching Mulan smarts, like in the original movie, she kind of falls backwards into a couple things and Mushu does a lot of helping her. Yeah. Um, in this movie, I think, I think it was a conscious decision for multiple reasons, but one of the reasons to remove Mushu is really to make, allow Mulan to stand on her own as someone who, yeah, she was definitely the leader. Yeah. And they wanted to make it known that she was the leader. Like, yeah. Um, the witch right before the final fight tells Boris Khan that uh, um, they're being led by a woman oh, yeah. and he just like laughs it off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There is, there is some like um, kind of, I want, when we get to the end, I want to talk about like, what do we, what do we think the movie is trying to say and like yeah. themes or whatever. Um, but like, there's definitely some like, like female power type of thing, which oh, yeah. I'm totally on board with, but like, um, it was uh, the the movie is definitely about, and I feel like the original movie is trying to say a lot of the same things. But like, it is about you know, both of these women are very powerful women, and they're kind of like almost like the the men in the movie are almost downplayed to a point where like it really is about these two women and their yeah. struggle against each other. And um, she, I mean, 
we're in spoiler territory. So like when she takes the arrow at the end and because mm-hmm. I, the whole movie, I'm like, how is she going to take down this witch? Like yeah. she's powerful. She's got chi and all that's all this kind of, you know, training and stuff like that. But she's never going to beat this thing that can literally transform into a hundred ravens yeah, <laughs> or whatever the, that blackbird was. Um, like she's never going to be able to take this person mm-hmm. down. And so when she essentially takes a bullet, takes an arrow for her at the very end of the movie and sacrifices her own life so that she can see Mulan rise to the commanding, you know, power that she deserves. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, that's right. That feels right to me. So, um, yeah. Uh, any other like favorite lines or scenes or whatever? Mm. I mean, obviously one of my favorite scenes is the final battle, but oh yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, I definitely didn't have as high of hopes as you did for this movie. So, I mean, my expectations were definitely met and blown away. So, I mean, I was just wowed by it. Like, I mean. That last scene was really incredible. Yeah. They end up on this beam, like this, like, tilting beam. It's like a construction area is what they're fighting on. Um, which I, I think in the original movie, they just fight on like rooftops. Yeah. Um, so basically what you understand is they're constructing this new palace. Oh yeah. And that's basically where the final battle takes place. Such an epic yeah. setting for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, um, they're sword playing for a while. She loses her sword. She loses her sword more than once in the yeah. movie. Um, loses her sword. She grabs it, rips off a piece of bamboo, starts fighting with that. I think that gets um, cast down into the broken fire. Too, yeah. yeah, broken. Yeah, it gets broken in half. Then, she, like he's like trying to talk her down, and there's they're still fighting. At one point, she like kicks him and whatever, and then like like uh, what do you what do you call it when you like jump up on, on something? Um, up, like parkours, like yeah. like up high or whatever, and then she like jumps down on on top of him, and then you know. I don't know. Just that whole sequence was like really thrilling to yeah. me. So. And then, um, like I had talked about earlier, she literally knocks him off and uh, oh, he yeah. shoots an arrow and she catches it and throws it, or the emperor catches it. Yes. The emperor catches it because yeah. the bad guy, his whole thing was the emperor killed his father, which yeah. I, oh, we, we didn't, didn't really talk about, talk that. about that. But so his whole thing is revenge for sure. So he's he doesn't care if he goes down with it, but he wants to kill the emperor to avenge his father's death. Yeah. So he takes one last shot. The emperor catches the arrow, and then Mulan uh, throws it back at him, and he tries to do his little tactic of catching it, but then it hits him right in the chest, and that's the end. Yeah. Yeah, that, all that foreshadow and then like subverting your expectation is so good, man. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we didn't even talk about the premise for the movie, which again solved another issue um, that you might have with the original movie. Is like, um, I, we're past the days of like he's just a bad guy. Like yeah. we don't need to know why he's bad. We don't know why need to know why he's doing the things that he's doing. I think audiences want that now. Like oh, they, yeah. they they want to know. Okay, you know. Um, um, 
kind of blanking on the the, the main bad from Avengers and, and Thanos. Thanos, like Th- Thanos is is not just evil, like for evil's sake. Like he's trying, to, he has a purpose. Like he has yeah. a he has a actual mission in mind. Like mm-hmm. whether you agree with that mission or not is up for you to decide. Yeah, but it, he actually has a reason to be the way that he is. And in the original movies, just like. Okay, Sean used the bad guy. Just just go with that. Yeah. Um. And and in this one, or the Huns are trying to take over, or whatever, which is kind of generic. In this one, it's like no, like like the Emperor, like it, it showed you like the the darker side of the Emperor. Like the Emperor in the original movies, like he's obviously the good guy. They've never done anything wrong ever. Yeah. And in this movie, it's like no, they they forcefully took people's lands away mm-hmm. from them and killed a lot of family members in the process, including this guy's dad or whatever it was. Yeah. And he wants revenge. And it's just like, okay, I get that. Like, I yeah. probably would too if I was in your shoes. So, um, And yeah, I feel I like cool. the superhero movies kind of have set the table for villains now. Yeah. Because you always have their backstory now. Yeah. Which I think that's brought these movies to a whole nother level, and it makes you makes it feel more real. Like, yeah, in real life, there aren't, for the most part, there are not like just villainous people. Yeah, like, we're just. Uh, I mean, I think there's some people something that, happens. Yeah, in their life to make them this way, right? Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I've, I don't know, I, I. I, I'm not okay with that either anymore. Like I, I feel like audiences' minds have changed. Where they're like, we don't want that. We don't want you just to tell us that. Oh, that's the bad guy. Yeah. Um, that seems very juvenile to me, and it, we allowed it in the '80s and '90s for some reason. But now it's like it's not good enough uh, for audiences. I mean, so. we considered the witch kind of a bad guy. Yeah. Throughout the movie, because I mean, she kills. She has the most kills. Oh, yeah. Through the first three fourths of the movie. And then she has the change of heart to help Mulan get to this point, and she takes an arrow for. Her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some real surprises in this movie for sure. Um, kind of just to wrap it up, what 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 do you feel like the movie is trying to say? Like, what what are some themes? What are um, what what have we learned? I guess about life or whatever from the movie because I, I I think the movie is trying to make some even the general statements or whatever but um i think uh definitely leadership can come from unusual places yeah where we least expect it yeah um it doesn't take the most powerful person to be a leader mm. yeah yeah, at the beginning of the movie milan doesn't really even see leadership inside of her, her own self like yeah she's like i'm not a leader um at the end of the movie they actually offer her like an officer um, position like to yeah. protecting the emperor, um, which is pretty cool. Um, I don't remember if they did that in the original movie or not. If they actually they, offered they did something. Yeah. I know they honored her uh, big time at the end of the movie, which I thought all the honoring thing was, was really cool here too. Um, uh, I think fa- family is, yes, is pretty obvious. Definitely. Like they mentioned family a lot. Um, which that was a big part in the, original too yeah like uh family is your honor kind of yeah. like your sense of honor and that's Which, that's a very asian like japanese yeah. Ch- chinese kind of kind it's, of thing it's but, a big thing in their culture already yeah. is family yeah they they talk about like the army has like these three tenants um and i, I don't remember all of them it's you know uh courage truth something i don't know honor <laughs> honesty loyal 
loyalty i think was one of them yeah um and then and it's just those three right like okay these are the three things that we live by as as the army or as or just as as a nation and then at the end of the movie she flips over the sword and she's like what's this fourth symbol and and he's he's like read it aloud and and she says something about you know family bonds or Mm -hmm. or whatever um and so or so yeah so I feel like that's a big part of the movie is like, you know, you look out for your family, you protect your family, family comes first type of thing. Um, and then just general things about honor and, yeah. you know, um, it, what I love about the original movie and it's, it's also true in this movie too. I think it's in both movies, but is there's a real dichotomy in the, in the film, both films about honor, but also, deception so she she's like extremely deceptive yeah for the entire film which is a very dishonorable thing to do and they actually harp on it even more in this movie than the original movie like yeah because they're like doing their whole little quote and at that point yeah when they're talking about honor or honesty she doesn't even say that she can't even utter, utter the word truth or yeah. whatever so but yeah so they make it even more obvious in this film but they from the day one of boot camp, like they're basically saying like, if you're dishonest, we're, we're going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. We will either execute you on the spot or at the very least you're expelled. Yeah. And, and obviously that happens. Like later, one guy cheats on the challenge. That's and right. He's immediately thrown out. Yeah. So I think there's a lot in the movie just about, about honor and, and even though she was dishonorable in, her actions that overall she was trying to bring honor to her family bring honor to her village, to the country. Um, and that honor sometimes, you know, you have to think outside of the box about like, what is the intent of this person versus what their actual actions mm-hmm. might convey about them. So yeah, really, really great themes. Um, I, I thought it was really strong Yeah, and what it was trying to say. So um, what a hit for Disney. Oh yeah. I mean, I could, I mean, if it would have hit theaters, this would have been a pretty big hit. And I still think it'll be a big hit on Disney Plus. Um, If you're considering waiting, I mean, all power to you. But I mean, I would say it's really not. Um, If you go in on it with some friends, I mean, I'd say it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Uh, I'll be very interested to see the numbers if Disney publishes them. Yeah. Um, I, it'd be, I, so two points of interest, will Disney publish them? I don't know if they will or not. And if they do, what are the numbers? Like if they're being honest with their investors or whatever about, Hey, here are our numbers. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, currently they have like over 60 million subscribers, something like that. Yeah. So, so you figure a fraction of those yeah. sign up. And then, I mean, if, say half of those subscribers you still have a lot of money yeah if it let's say 10 percent do this yeah uh, my math's not always great but it would be 6 million times 30 which would be 180 million. million so that's not their budget but it's pretty close yeah um and and you figure probably more than 10 percent. i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe it'll just be eight percent or something like that i mean but, if you take 50 percent yeah that's already 900 million right there yeah which honestly they they might have done those numbers with this one like especially in a in a year where there's not a lot of movies being released yeah. had they released it in theaters like tenet is releasing in theaters this weekend mm-hmm. so like if 
it was a Tenet and Mulan this weekend. Uh, I've, and then it, it again, it, all things being normal, which we know that the world is not normal yeah. right now. Theaters are not operating at 100% capacity. So all the numbers are going to be lower. Even for Tenet, it's going to be low. Mm-hmm. Um, unfairly so. But in a normal world, I think if it releases now, especially when there's not a whole lot else to watch in a normal world, who knows if that would be the case, but let's say it was, uh, I could see it doing like 700, 800 million. Like, yeah. I mean, and when they had it set to come out was in March where they really don't have that many hits to begin with in March. Yeah. This was, it would killed. A, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, un- it'll be unfortunate if they only make like, like if their total box off box office in quotes is like three or 400 million for this movie. Cause I, I, I they absolutely would have done more than that in the theaters, yeah. I think. So boy, it's an interesting experiment. Um, and we've talked about this a little bit on the show earlier on previous episodes, but, um, what happens here is, is going to inform black widow. Yeah. Like what they do I think movie. if this is a hit without a doubt, black widow will go to Disney plus. Yeah. And I don't know if they do like maybe like something like Soul, which Soul's yeah. pretty much the next Disney one coming down the tube. Yeah. That or Black Widow. Um, maybe they do another like test run just to see and make sure that's good to go. But if this is a hit, I definitely think we see more of it coming. Let me ask you this question. Um, I think we're pretty much done with our review of Milan. We're yeah. just kind of chatting now, but. Um, so and, uh, stick with me for a second. <laughs> I'll, I, I promise I'll get to a point about Disney, Bill and Ted's whatever the, the Bill and Ted face three, the music, face the music. Thank you. Um, released day and date. It, it was in theaters. You could go, I, I have a friend that, went, that bought a ticket and went yeah. and saw it in the theater. Day and date also released online mm-hmm. where you could just rent it. They on demand. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the cost was. I figured it was in this range, 20 yeah. to 30. Um, so people had the option to, to either see it in theaters or see it at home, or I guess if you're really crazy, both. Um, will they do that with Black Widow? Like, because it, right now it's coming to theaters. Yeah. It's, it'll be in theaters in November. Mm-hmm. So, but the problem is, and I think what they were thinking with with the the company that runs Bill and Ted, like I think what they were thinking was, it we're, we're going to release it to theaters. We're going to get all that sweet sweet theater money, but at the same time theaters are operating at half capacity. There are some States in the United States of America that, that it is illegal to run a movie theater. Yeah. The entire state of California where Hollywood lives, (laughs) it is illegal to run a movie theater. So I think they saw all that and said half capacity at best. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of people still being afraid to go to the theaters. Um, I've heard anecdotes of people like people going there. They can run up to half capacity, but the theater is only 20% full. Like, it is really hard to sell tickets to a movie. Yeah. And so what I think they saw that and we're like, well, let's at least make it available for online and give people the choice. They can mm-hmm. watch it at home or in the theater. I, I would be very interested to see if Disney doesn't do the exact same thing in November. Yeah. Um, I mean, cause then you're kind of double dipping because you'll get, cause not everybody wants to go to the theater and, that's kind of the debate we've had before. Yeah. Is what does the movie theater even look like after all of this yeah. is said and done? Yeah. I mean, I think video on demand through this whole COVID thing has made a strong push. I mean, there's 
a legitimate argument out there to say that movie theaters will never be the same again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think post-vaccine, post like the world has gotten rid of, eventually gotten rid of COVID, maybe that takes another year. But like even a year from now, I, I just don't see theaters going back to the way they were. I, yeah. I, I think the theaters are forever changed. Yeah. Uh, and there are movie uh, theater franchises that will just permanently shut their doors uh, a year from now, but uh, between now and then. But yeah, I, I think I think you're going to see a lot more of these hybrid movies where mm-hmm. it's in theaters and at home, and you just you choose you choose yeah. which way you want to want to see it. So at least that gives people the, the chance to actually see it if yeah. they don't feel comfortable going to the theater. Because at least that's boosting their quote unquote box office. Yeah. Whereas if you're just giving them the option of the movie theater, they're just going to wait three or four months whenever it comes out on DVD, then do that. Yeah. And think about the profit margin. Like if, if Disney releases Mulan to homes through their own service, there's no middleman. They yeah. don't have to pay anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, they pay their bills to keep the service running. Yeah. But that, that's pretty much where it stops. And with a movie theater, it's like you buy a 10, let's say $10. And I know it's a lot higher for a lot of people, but you pay a $10 ticket. The movie theater maybe takes 40% of that or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yes, you're selling $10 tickets, but you don't get $10. Yeah. Disney gets six of it or something like that. So, um, yeah. And it's, it's the same way in like digital world. Like if I buy a movie on Apple, um, Apple movies or whatever. Yeah. I pay 20 bucks for, to buy that movie. Disney doesn't get 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. They get 70% of 20. So, um, but I mean, now they've, I mean, it's genius. I mean, they literally, and they're keeping all the money. They've cornered the market now with all their purchases of other studios. So, I mean, literally Disney, I don't know. They're, they're geniuses. Oh Yeah. Yeah, they will. They will come out the winner on this one, uh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, uh, that's all interesting conversation. I, I I'm very interested to see what happens with Black Widow uh, mm-hmm. here in a few months. That's that's going to be a big one, arguably arguably bigger than Mulan. I mean, it's it's an MCU property, so it it will be there will be more eyeballs on Black Widow for sure. Yeah. So, um. Well, um, just a couple little housekeeping things, and then we'll wrap things up. I, I, I knew this episode would be a little bit longer, and that's fine. It's it, This is a highly anticipated movie, oh, so yeah. I want to make sure we give it due process. But um, the big news that came out uh, this week, we'll talk a little news, and then we'll I think we'll wrap up, but um, was uh, Disney Plus has put their flag in the sand. They are sticking to it. Um, we'll see if it gets delayed or not, but probably not, I would, I would say, if they're this sure about I'd it. I'd say they're done. Yeah, they they have to be done and c- to be this confident. But uh, Mandalorian's coming out in less than two months. It's going to be here by the end of October, October thirtieth. So for first uh, first episode, obviously it's. Um, I think this is confirmed that it's it's going to be episodic. Uh, yeah, not not a full dump, but like you got to tune in, come back every week. every week. Yeah, to watch it. So um, my guess is it's the same number of episodes, maybe one or two more or whatever from last time. But uh, so it'll go from the end of October through basically end of the year. Uh, yeah. End of December is my guess. Um, so yeah, October 30th is when we get more Mandalorian. I could not mm-hmm. be more thrilled. Uh, I think it, as hard as it would be to top the first season. And, and again, maybe my, I'm letting my expectations run away, but th- one of my biggest um, I, I can't remember. Have you watched the Clone Wars no. episodes? Okay. Which so, I, I I hate to say this because 
But I've only seen the first four episodes of season one of The Mandalorian as well. Oh, man. What's wrong with you? You need to finish that series for sure. I, I have a <laughs> life, though. Okay, but you, you have... Okay, so you have seven weeks yeah. <laughs> to, to watch the rest of season one, and then we'll get into season two. You have to, They're absolutely going to pick up where the first season left off. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely remedy that. But um, one of my favorite... I mean, I think everyone's favorite character, if not one of their favorite characters from the series, is Ahsoka Tano, who's this um, very super young, like teenage uh, aged uh, Jedi from the Clone Wars. And pretty much she doesn't even become a Jedi until the Clone Wars have already started. She's very unique in a lot of ways. And she's just a really cool character. I, I think universally everyone really loves her. She is in live action in Man- Mandalorian season two for the first time she she's been in clone wars animated she was in uh, uh i'm blanking on it people are gonna uh, lambast me for the the uh forgetting the name of the other show but she's in another show that was also animated so she's been in multiple shows she's not appeared in any movies unless you count spoiler alert um the uh, rise of skywalker movie where she's a, a voice in the background in one of the scenes mm-hmm. but She's not been seen physically on yeah. on any screen in live action, and Rosario Dawson is is playing her. She's okay. going to be an actual live action character in season two. Uh, get ready, man! Like I, I, she's in. You know, every, people have their opinions on the child. You know, I think most people think he's. You know, he's obvious. It's clear he's force sensitive. Some people would be like, basically, he's a Jedi, but not a trained one. That kind of thing. In season two, we were getting a legit Jedi. Like she's she's a full Jedi, you know, of the Jedi Order. You know, um, moved walked away from the Jedi Order when she was super young, but like she is a Jedi in all of their powers. So like I'm I'm excited, man. Um, I just I want this season to be different than the first season. I don't want it to be more of the same. And I, I have full hopes that that John Favreau, whoever's helming this, is going to do exactly that. But never is that there isn't any indication of that 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 lends me to that idea more than the fact that Ahsoka Ahsoka Tano is in the season. So I'm very excited about that, but it's going to be here before we know it seven weeks. So um, in the meantime, we're going to be talking about other movies and other things that you can watch on uh, Disney plus. Uh, We will not be covering Muppets now in any episode. I talked about that uh, last episode and what else are you watching? Uh, That show is not very good. Um, We actually, no, I'm just kidding. I was gonna <laughs> actually, say, I have an announcement. I, I was gonna say we actually watched this week's episode before we watched Mulan, but that's not true. <laughs> no, that is a lie. Uh, come on, have a little uh, uh, respect and honor. honor. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So next week's episode, we're gonna be. Um, I'm gonna be watching it for the first time. I, I remind me. Sorry, you, I, I saw it in theaters. Okay, so we're gonna be watching uh, Pirates Five. Is the only way yep. I know how to Pirates. Dead and, Man Tells No Tales. <laughs> you told me that so many times. I forget. Dead Man Tell, tell No Tales. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So uh, I've seen all four of the other movies that preceded mm-hmm. it. I've not seen this one at all. So um, we're gonna. I'm gonna watch it for the first time. Um, Grant's gonna, I guess, rewatch it. Um, yep. And we'll talk about that on next week's episode. Two weeks from now, what we're going to do, and I'm so excited, this was Grant's idea, was to do a top 10 all things Disney+. Plus. It's a wild and crazy yep. top 10 list. Uh, we're going to have Caitlin on the show as well. Yep, we roped her in, so we'll have three different lists. Yeah, three. And it, there probably won't be much crossover. There might be one or two movies. I have, a, I have an inkling that I'll have 
maybe one or two of my movies will be somewhere on your guys' list. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. For the most part, we'll have 30 movies to- yeah. in total. But I, I'm, I imagine, here's my... Here's my my bet. I think I bet my bet is that maybe there's 25 unique movies. Yeah. So I I would agree with that. So because yeah. I know Caitlin and I have one, but I mean, and you and me might have one. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a little crossover, but we're gonna get some really good ones. Yeah. So that that's almost guaranteed to be a longer episode. Um, I I like doing like these. Like last week we did like a 65 minute episode. Yeah. This one's going to be more like an hour and a half. Um, and then that one will maybe even be longer. I like doing, you know, varied lengths of episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, if there's a lot of stuff to talk about, we're going to talk about it on the show. So um, if you want to write into the show, you can do so at Disney plus reviews. That's P L U S all spelled out. Disney plus reviews at hotmail.com. Let us know what you want to hear about on this podcast or send us your own review, something that you've watched on Disney+. Plus. I would love to get some some uh, reader, uh, listener mail to, on, yeah. on Mulan yeah. and just, you know, whether they thought it was worth it, some of the, their favorite changes, that kind of thing. And and let us know how your process was of, of even buying yeah. the movie because <laughs> I'm sure that's varied. And if you on. want more of this in the future yeah, yeah. or if you're – if you'd rather just to to go into the movie theater, so yeah, we we are going to cover new content when it comes to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Marvel. Um, you know, we're eagerly awaiting the Falcon and Winter Soldier yep. series, which hopefully is still coming this year. Who knows? But uh, there's been no announcement at all. But um, we're going to cover the Mandalorian and, and stuff like that for sure. But if there are like when in the absence of those new content shows that are obviously going to be covered on a show like this, if there's stuff that you want to hear us review or talk about, yeah. whatever, let us know. It, chances are we've not seen it or we have been on a long time or something like that. We, you know, it doesn't have to be even new content. So, yeah. um, so we have a, a pretty long list. If, if, uh, if you don't write into the show, we've got stuff we can cover, but, uh, we, we're always interested in what our, our listeners want to hear. So, um, well that, I think wraps it up for this episode. It's been a longer episode of Disney Plus Reviews, but I really enjoyed the conversation on Mulan. Yeah. Um, we are now living in a post-Mulan world. I've been waiting for this movie for months, and we finally got to watch it. So yeah. I was really glad to have watched it and then talk about it with you. So Yeah, it was it definitely lived up and exceeded my expectations. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was kind of on a downward spiral after <laughs> the one and only Ivan last week, but... Well, Mulan and Ar- and Artemis, boosted our spirits. Artemis Fowl was below everyone's expectations. I mean, without Josh Gad, <laughs> I mean, even so, though we had to pay for it, I'm I'm just glad we got good original content oh yeah. this time. So I mean, I would have been way more mad if the movie sucked. Yeah, if it would have been more like Artemis Fowl or One and Only Ivan, I would have been like. Why on earth did you talk me into splitting this with you, Phil? Yeah, and, and like like I was really hard on Muppets now. We are not like this is an unofficial podcast. Like we're just gonna tell you if it's, if things suck, we're just gonna tell you yeah. don't watch this. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, so if we're glowing about Mulan, it means we like legit yeah. really liked it. So thanks for listening. Um, we will catch you next week for Pirates Five: Dead Men Tell No Tales. <laughs>